Welcome to the Patriotic Preachers Podcast, the show that looks at American politics through the lens of a patriot and the light of God's Word. Thank you for listening back in to the Patriotic Preachers Podcast. I am Micah Farr. With me, Cody Yarbrough and Derek Farr. Sapening. you say Saladin? Sapening. Oh, Sapening. Sapening. That's, a, that, that's, that's Iranian. That's, that's Iranian for what's up. Sapening. Saladin. Listen to a, uh, y'all know, uh, what's, what was his name? What, who was he on Full House? I didn't watch Full House a lot, but it was Uncle... Joey. Joey. Uncle Joey on Full House. David Collier. He did a... Uh, I didn't watch it much. <laughs> but his name was... <laughs> David Collier. I know, oh, I know, his, I know his name because he's a comedian. <laughs> the only one of his name I remember is Bob Saget. And it's only because it reminds with rhymes with anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that was Mike Brady on the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> Different guy altogether. <laughs> <laughs> no, that he was actually a really good comedian. That yeah. Col- Collier guy yeah. did voices and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, he he was really good. He did a bit this one time. Um, Mike Brady was really gay too. <laughs> but he, like all the way gay. Yeah. Not not half yeah. half gay. Yeah. How gay was he? <laughs> <laughs> Let's spin the wheel. <laughs> all the oh, gays. <laughs> the wheel just be one color. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Guess we got a name for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the original point. Uh, David Collier, he had a um, had a bit that he did that he he said he'd been doing a lot of traveling. He said, "I don't speak any other languages, but I have the bluff, and I can pretend that I speak other languages." He says, "For instance, I traveled to Germany. Any of y'all tra- have been to Germany? Yeah. Any of y'all speak German?" <laughs> He said, uh, okay, next time you go to Germany, take an English phrase, put a German accent on it. A stick in the eye is like stroking the hamster. Und stick in the eye like stroking the hamster. <laughs> and then just throw in throw in a real word, nine. Nine, nine. A couple of hiccups. Hiccup, hiccup. Und stick in the eye like stroking the hamster. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. My favorite one was, uh, he said, if you ever go to India, try this one. I don't want to chew gum in the tub with the toys today. I know it sounds crazy, but give it a try. I don't want to chew gum on a double door today. There are a couple more. It was, it was pretty funny. Um, but thank you again for listening to the Patriotic Preachers. We've got a couple of topics that we're going to talk about. Some current events, some not so current, um, maybe about a year old, two years old. We're not uh, going to talk about Mike Brady, though. No. That's good. No, we're not talking about That's Mike good. Brady. That's a load off my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, but still, it's stuff that's relevant. If it's old, it's stuff that's relevant. And it's stuff that I just found out about uh either today or within the last week so we'll start off with australia's on fire guys Mm. we've got a missionary brother phil highland and uh, i talked with him through facebook the other day and asked him if uh if he was affected yeah and he said that he where he is at he's not affected but his family some of his family and several of his friends are affected I didn't realize until you showed me mm-hmm. if if you want to see exactly what's going on in Australia, and I, I guess it's going to be a couple of days ago now. Thank God yeah. it started to rain. Mm-hmm. But look at the satellite picture it's of that continent. It is unreal. And then when you look at that, don't lose sight and say, "Oh wow, it's a tiny little continent." No, no, no it's no. it's a big no, it's big huge. island. This thing is huge. Uh, somebody said. 
Well, I was I was trying to ask. I was like, how in the world did the entire continent catch on fire? And somebody said, well, you know, it's about just about the size of Texas, so it's kind of like a California wildfire. And I said, oh no, Australia is the size of the mainland like United the States. The whole continental North. Yeah, it's in, yeah, ooh, wee. it's huge. What's what's the name of the? There's a city, uh, Victoria. No, uh, it, it would be a province or something, uh, yeah, a territory. But, the, but yeah, I'll, I'll look it up and it's see. It's like three times the size of Texas, isn't it? That's that's unreal, man. Yeah, I just pulled up a Google image of uh, just typed in Australia fires satellite, unreal. and yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty wild. Australia is a big old place, and this the map is it's covered in covered fire. In fire, and that's one. Hey, listen, if you're listening, uh, and you're <clears throat> older than. Queensland uh, pop. Let's call it Queensland, 30. yes. When you Google things, you don't have to type the whole sentence in, yeah, into Google. Just right. uh, just the keywords. That's right. Yeah. Australia, fire, satellite. You don't have to type like, hey, Google, I was just curious about the fires in Australia and how bad they are. Could you please? <laughs> you don't have to do that. Brady dad gay. Yeah. <laughs> Brady dad gay. Yeah. For you liberals, orange, orange man bad. <laughs> orange man bad. <laughs> Trump Oompa Loompa. <laughs> oh, those algorithms—they do help. My mom do. My mom. Do I've got that. a. Yeah. I've got a song. Oompa Loompa, doopity dum. I ran. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's a haiku. <laughs> oh, that's that premium content right there. Y'all are paying for. That's right. Um, more of that, if you want some premium content, send me an email at patrioticpreachers at gmail.com. And uh, I'm telling you. I'm th- not going to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> I will wind up in a lawsuit. I don't want to be a part of that. It's be hilarious, though, man. I'm trying to make some money for our podcast. So there I was with Mike Brady. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyhow. So we're praying for our friends and uh and all those affected yes, in absolutely. Australia. That it, again, I don't know how it started for it to the whole continent to be I mean, on, it, on fire. Half a billion animals, that five hundred million over we're over that mark now. Five hundred million animals that, have died. That's pretty bad. Only twenty four people. I was surprised by that. Only twenty four people have died. Uh, the 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 last number that I saw. Well, again, going back to Brother Phil, he said that you can travel for days. In that mm-hmm. on that continent and not see, but see here's the a thing. person. There's fire all around Sydney, Australia. Like Sydney That's is crazy. encapsulated in it, and so I don't under I, I don't understand. We there's another there's another picture on Facebook or on the the internet. It's a picture of a neighborhood, and right outside the neighborhood, it's an inferno. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the 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 photographs are. Yeah, they're they're breathtaking. Yeah, um, it 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 is a a a hauntingly majestic sight. Wow, you, you missed that? No, I heard Cut. it. I heard it. I, I was I was I wasn't saying anything because my brain was inscribing it, so I could use that later. Okay, like say that again. No, Halting, it's all right. Hauntingly majestic. Hauntingly majestic. When you date a college girl, you gotta have phrases like oh, that. Man. I mean, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I said it just for you, Pop. Oh, man. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Honestly. Um, I'm trying to find that image, but I'm not seeing it. But Matt, it reminds me of the uh, the fires in, in Tennessee a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. 
and we were we were up there the week before that happened. Wow. Me and Dusty went up there hiking. We tried to go to a place outside of uh, Chattanooga, and it was on fire. And <clears throat> so they had the trails closed down. It's a really beautiful place if you ever go up near Chattanooga and you want to go on a really nice hike. It's the Fiery Gizzard Trail, which is kind of ironic, <laughs> but we got there to do it 13 miles, and we couldn't because the middle of the trail was shut down due to a, a wildfire. So we punted, and we went over to Gatlinburg, and we hiked chimney tops over there and a bunch of other stuff. And the next week, chimney tops got set on fire. It was actually arson. Yeah, I set the, the woods on fire, and uh, several people died in that. And it's it bounced back pretty quick. You can't really tell it. Some no. of the trails are still closed. Um, it messed them up, but... That's one of them things. There's there's footage on YouTube of guys trying to get to their family in mm-hmm. those cabins up there on those little little hills around Gatlinburg, and they're driving their truck, man, and their truck is melting. Yeah, but yeah. they're just like flooring it. And there's a lot of people that died, and and yeah. that was just like a little fire. I mean, yeah. just a little beady tiny thing. This whole continent is on fire. Yep, it's really sad. It is. You guys, that's there. the picture I'm talking about. Oh my goodness. If you'll send that to me, I can make that our, uh, that way yeah. folks can see that. I'll make that that's, the, the thumbnail. Um, but uh, in other news, in other news, um, an update on the Fort Worth shooting at, at the church. Um, the, the shooter, who, again, will remain nameless, the reason that he went in to shoot the members of the church was uh, that they refused to give him money. So that was his rationale behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, Be careful uh, who you give money to. Yeah. Please. You shouldn't, the, you know, kudos to the church for not giving money to every situation because not every situation yeah. demands that money be given to yeah. it. But as if I needed a reason, but now I have one, the local huddle house here in town was off my list forever to mm-hmm. eat at. I'll never eat. Even though I like breakfast food, I like Waffle yeah. House, Huddle House. Sitting in there eating last week for lunch. Mm-hmm. Local hobo, homeless guy, pulls up on his bike, goes in and starts busting tables. Now, Jeez. part of me is like, well, he's trying to work. Right. The other part of me is, I don't really want a homeless guy who's perpetually homeless. Right. He's not down on his luck and needs a hand. This guy likes to be homeless. Mm-hmm. He's filthy. He's nasty. And he's touching plates and forks and spoons and knives Yeah, with his hepatitis B and C. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, every situation calls for a different help yeah. for that person. Um, but this guy going in shooting up a church because they didn't give him money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ain't the church's job to finance your, your lifestyle. Right. Absolutely. And to that point, even if you do extend a helping hand, which pop you said you had read that they had before yeah, right um obviously they had deemed it un- deemed him unworthy of help because he didn't do anything with the help that they gave him mm-hmm. but it, it, it goes to a story i'm gonna I, I want you to tell this story about this guy that you met who said you just can't help some people yeah <laughs> we uh <clears throat> back some years ago we had a bank robbery here in Roanoke, and uh had the opportunity to go and talk with a guy who was caught in the act and uh, had confessed at that time to 110 bank robberies. And uh, so we went to a um, a county up close to Birmingham and met with this guy. His name was Jay Giles, like the Jay Giles band. And uh, 
anyway, we got to talking to him and we showed him the, the pictures and uh, he said, guys, that, that wasn't me. He said, I wish it was. I'd like to clear your bank robbery, but that wasn't me. So I'm not going to give you a, a false sense of hope. He said, oh, that wasn't me. But anyway, we <clears throat> got to talk to him for a little while. And I asked him, I said, uh, 110 banks? And he said, yeah. He said, that's what I've, that's what they've shown me so far. He said, uh, I'm, I'll confess to whatever they show me. He said, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how many banks I've robbed. He said, um, I have a, a drug problem and um, I just don't know. And so I asked him, I said, out of all of the banks that you robbed, how much money do you think you got? He said, somewhere around four, maybe five million dollars. And uh, I said, what did you do with the money? And he said, I gave most of it away. He said, a lot of it went up my nose. He said, but I gave a lot of money away. And he began to tell stories. He said, there was a night when he was in Memphis, Tennessee. He said, it was cold outside. And uh, he said, I had went into a, a Walmart. There was a lady pushing the buggy. There was a little boy, looked to be about three years old, in the buggy with her, and he didn't have a coat on. And he said, I just walked by and said, that baby needs a coat. So it's cold outside. And she said, well, I don't have any money for coats. She said, I'm trying to get us something to eat. And he said, I noticed she didn't have a coat either. He said, so I reached in my pocket and I pulled out. He said, it was probably four or $5,000. And I gave it to her. And I told her to give that, get that baby a coat. And uh, he said, uh, he's telling us, you know, this story and that story. And he starts laughing. He said, I was in Atlanta one time. He said, have you ever been in Atlanta, been around 285? And I said, yeah. He said, well, I was, I was going around 285, and he said, I just robbed a bank. And he said, I had counted my money, and I had about $13,000. And he said, uh, I went off the, the interstate, and he said, you know how the you'll fall off the interstate and go up under the interstate? And I said, yeah. He said, it was a guy standing there. He had a sign, we'll work for food. And he said, I thought to myself, I'm going to make a difference. He said, I felt sometimes I felt like Robin Hood, you know, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. And he said, uh, I pulled over and I motioned for the guy to come to me. And he said, I gave that guy $13,000. And he said, I'm changing your life today. So he gave him that money and drove off. He said, man, I felt great. He said, I didn't get to, I didn't eat much that night because I gave all my money away. He said, I robbed a bank the next day and got my money back. But anyway, he <laughs> said, he said, I was, I'd come back through, uh, <clears throat> and I can't remember if he said a month or a couple months later. He said, but I, I was on 285 and I found myself back off the same exit. And he said, you will not believe the same guy was standing on that street corner with the same sign will work for food and he kind of chuckled and he said you know you just can't help some people <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did have the opportunity to witness to the guy that's good and um the holy spirit came into that little room um and when we left my uh my partner was with me we walked out and i i turned around to tell him i was like man God was in that room and I turned around. He had tears just pouring down his face. And he said, man, if I wasn't, if I wasn't saved, I'd have got saved. <laughs> My goodness. God was in that just, room. Just, dude, was, Lord, can I get saved again? So yeah. Good. Yeah. But I, that stuck with me. You can't, you yeah, just can't, you help, just some can't help some people. Some people don't want help. Some right. people 
like the state that they're in. And you can't help. You And, and then you can't help everybody. So be careful who you try to help because this church tried to help somebody. And then when they denied him help, you know, we know what happened. Um, but, yeah, so that a silly, silly reason to uh, go in and, and shoot. Any, any reason to go in and shoot a church is a silly reason. But that's a silly reason uh, to end all silly reasons right there. Um, but another thing that is happening here in recent, uh, recent weeks and months, the United Methodist Church is having a denominational split. They are, they have voted and it's not happening right now. It will eventually take place. Uh, but it's currently in the process of happening. What's been going on to the best of my knowledge is there are people who stick traditionally with the Bible, and there are those who try to be progressive with the Bible. The Bible is what the Bible is. You can't make it any other thing, but there are some people who think that the Bible should grow to be more progressive, and it should grow to be more accepting. Well, Kind of like people with the Constitution. Yeah, Bible, and and we'll get to uh, an example of that if we've got time, but um, you can't make the Bible any more than what it is. It is God's holy word. Don't right. try to make it man's. What does that mean to you? No, no, it's yeah. it's, it's what God meant by by writing it. Private interpretation. And so there are there has been an ever growing idea in the United Methodist Church because this is a convention and they 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 rule. And I didn't know this. And just to give you, an, if, if maybe you're a uh, maybe you're a Methodist and you go to United Methodist Church, maybe you knew this or maybe you don't. But I didn't know this. This is wild to me because we are independent. We're, we're not part of a convention. Um, so our church operates solely under what we decide and how God guides, you know? So, but they are, whatever is in the, is in their church as far as furniture or anything is controlled by a regional hub of the United Methodist Church. So they, they actually own those things that are in the church, which is crazy to me. I, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that, but anyway, I digress. That was just odd to me because I've not grown up in that. Um, but anyway, so they're splitting and there were a couple of different, um, ideas about how to fix the tension growing inside the United Methodist Church, um, because the United Methodist Convention has decided that it's okay for, uh, <coughs> women to, to preach that goes against the Bible, not because women are any less than men, but because God has an order to things and he just chose to allow men to be those who preached and it's th- this what the bible says it's not anything it's what the bible says and then to go on further from that they are becoming more and more accepting of homosexuality and then there are homosexual ministers and there's homosexual you know it's just it's getting more and more and more leftist and uh so there you've got those people and then the other people who are saying no we we believe what the bible says and we're more traditional that's what they're calling those people more traditional, which I, I guess it's not a bad thing. Um, but they're not they're not holding to tradition. If they're holding to the Bible, they're just holding to what God says because God doesn't change. But that is a, a growing thing right now. They're, they're talking about splitting, and it looks like it's going to happen. I don't know. I don't keep up with the Methodist church much, but it, it's, a, it's a far cry from what it was yeah. with the Wesleys. It's uh, John Wesley found the Methodist church, yeah. right? So they've come a, a long way, not in the right direction. Used to, not very long ago, the Methodist 
Methodist Church was a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, hundred what hundred years ago, the yeah. Congregational Methodists are still. Yeah, you you can't tell they're, them they're still pretty straight. They're, 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 they're not strong. like the United Methodist yeah. Church, and and the United it's, Methodist it's Church two is two completely different mm-hmm. denominations. Yeah. I mean, it's like just got the same. But even even yeah. there are even some <coughs> United Methodist churches who are like that, but they're only United Methodist in name because mm-hmm. they're still attached to the convention, and that is why you've got this big kerfuffle yeah. going uh, because they're not. But they're like, no, 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 no. We we do not agree with that because it ended. It started out as a decent idea, good enough, you know. Let's be. Let's it's all like kind of Southern Baptist Convention. Exactly. We're just not part of that because we don't want to be. Yeah, yeah, and um, but I, I, I do not fault them. I, what I would say is, if you disagree with the organization, just get out of it. Don't try to split the de- split the denomination. Just jump out of the organization. You don't have to be part of the organization. You don't have to be part of any organization. You can just your church can run by itself. But then again, it, I'm sure that's hard to say for some small churches who rely on the money that is sent to them by the convention, and I'm, I'm sure that they feel strong-armed by by the convention. That yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm speaking in the stead of them. I don't know. I don't know how the conventions really work. Um, I'm like I said. I'm I didn't grow up in that, and I really don't know how, even how the Southern Baptist Convention works uh, to its extent. But anyway, so that that's part of what's going on and then uh let me let me talk to you about something that was said about a year ago oh yeah no no, no. about two years ago 2018 we're in 2020 hmm. future wow <laughs> about i'm barbara Lawrence, <laughs> so this is 2020 um but you, you know as, as you know as our listener uh, we are very pro. As our listener, yeah, one listener. <laughs> you, you. <laughs> but, but I, I like to be. I like to doing, be. Uh, I like to be personal. You, our listener. But as you know, we are very pro Second Amendment. We talk about that frequently. There's your twenty. Uh, Me, George Jetson. Twenty twenty, baby. <laughs> <laughs> little little off cue, but. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we are pro Second Amendment, and a couple of years ago, I did not see this. I don't know how it slipped past me, but I did not see this in the moment. I wish I had, but then again, I wasn't part of a podcast at the time, so it really didn't matter. Um, sleeper cell. That's right. But uh, there was a representative. I can't remember his his last name's Hallwell, I believe. Representative mm-hmm. Hallwell. Uh, was speaking to someone or uh, about a tweet. It was on Twitter and spoke to a tweet that somebody had put out there about fighting for their right to bear arms. And uh, he said on Twitter that it would be a short war, my friend. America has nuclear weapons. <laughs> well, what, what are you implying, sir? <laughs> that you're going to nuke Roanoke, Alabama? What yeah. are and uh, so that, that that's I've heard I've heard that sentiment a lot. I don't. I don't remember that one either. But. I, I don't like sentiment on my toast. So, Representative Swalwell is from Swalwell, California. California. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Swalwell. Eric, Swalwell. Eric, yeah, we're Swalwell. really sorry. Eric, we're really sorry for those of you. You is it conservatives. Eric Swalwell. Yes, Eric Swalwell. Yeah, he's an yeah. idiot. Yeah, but uh, I feel sorry for those who are of like mind who yeah. live in. I bet he eats California. sentiment on his toast. Probably. Probably eats it in the spaghetti. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, 
pulled up on that cop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on E-Death. Oh, man. They, uh, it was very cinnamon that, cinnamon-y that night. Cinnamon-y. Cinnamon-y. Sound like Nemo. Yeah, they took me to a Italian restaurant, and I ordered speggy and marbles, and I got cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've heard that that um, sentiment. Hold on a minute, viewer. What am I? What am I seeing here? That is a red dot optic attached to a regular optic <laughs> with a what? Oh, it's just a Canon forty-five. Yeah, it's kind of blurry. I couldn't tell what I was looking at. It's pretty crazy. It's a night four scope. If you didn't know. Yeah, it's, it's a high dollar. But yeah. because of what this guy said, um, that just increases my opinion on how far do you go with the, your Second Amendment? All the way. Yes. Yeah, well, Down be sure right. <laughs> even if they don't go to the nuclear. Well, we've got plane, planes and tanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and mm-hmm. yeah, and mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, and if if I had a couple million dollars, I'd buy an F fifteen. Well, I shoot, I shoot the dude and take his tank. <laughs> yeah, there you go, there you go. <laughs> and that can be done. It, it's small arms are very effective. Yeah, well, see, China's showing that right now. See, uh, Hong Kong, see the rice fields. Yeah. Hong Kong Google. showing that they're 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 taking down um, armored military vehicles with bow and arrows that they got from their high school. So <laughs> Molotov cocktails will never go out of style. <laughs> yeah. Um, in other news, good, good stuff. They're nuking the whole sovereignty. Continuing to speak about uh, Second Amendment, the Virginia governor has showed his plans on what he's going to do if. Uh, if if it comes to it, if if uh, the people will not surrender their weapons, he'll be wearing his brown pants. Cut electricity, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cut Wi-Fi, cut uh, uh, cellular coverage, and all that stuff. But and then I wanted to get to this right here and uh, speak to this for a little bit. But it was this story. Um, was released on December thirty. Excuse me, December thirty first, twenty nineteen. So just a few, about a week or so ago, a video surfaced um, of presidential candidate Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg, butt gig. Butt gig. Um, I, I would, I would, I would change my name. <laughs> what's your like, name? What's, Pete Butt gig. <laughs> what's the guy's name? Goober up there. What, what was his name? Uh, the guy in New York that got that Wiener. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Wiener. Wiener. Uh, What's your change, name? Change. Anthony. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm changing. And he my got name. he got in trouble for for being a perv. Yeah. <laughs> His name, uh, come on, sir. You're you're you're, you're being tried Pete for <laughs> being a pedophile. Uh, what can you state your name for the court? Anthony Wiener. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> they had a whole thing on TV about Pete Buttigieg. Trying to teach you how to say his name. Yeah, I know how to say it. Yeah, I'll just I'm like still saying, saying "booty <laughs> <laughs> But uh, anyway, a, a video of him from 2014 surfaced, and it said, "He says in the video, it's embarrassing." And I quote, "It's embarrassing. It's an embarrassing thing to admit the people who wrote the Constitution did not understand that slavery was a bad thing." <coughs> I'm choking to death again. <coughs> well, they 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 understood. I I want you to understand as the lover of history that I am and as the two gentlemen here are, we I want we, we want you to understand when it comes to history, 
don't believe everything you hear somebody say. Just because somebody of authority says it doesn't mean it's true, number one. Number two, this just shows a lack of education on Pete's part. And um, please do not, do not, do not educate yourself on history by reading Wikipedia. Yeah. That is just some moron in or his YouTube. basement, his mother's basement, yeah. typing on the internet. Yeah. Anybody, can anybody, anybody blows can my mind. Yeah. Anybody can put, put anything on Wikipedia. Um, Thomas Jefferson is, is this, that, and the yeah. other. Come on, man. But um, they said, in, in saying this, you're 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 putting a lot of doubt on James Madison, the father of the Constitution, and Thomas Jefferson, uh, the guy who wrote the Bill of Rights and the uh, Declaration of Independence. But they understood that slavery was a bad thing. They realized that. Well, they owned slaves. Okay. Well, let me let me just stop you there because I know that's probably what you're thinking. Thomas Jefferson owned slaves. Yes, he was anti-slavery, but he owned slaves. Number one, it was legal. <laughs> Doesn't make it right, but it was legal, and he did fight for the Ill, the making it illegal to import new slaves. He fought fought that, and number two, the slaves that he did have, he was good to. Okay. So even though he had slaves, he was good to his slaves. He was not a taskmaster. He was good to his slaves, and he fought for the making it illegal to import new slaves. Also, he wrote in the Declaration of Independence that we understand, and it's inalienable, that all men are created equal. He wrote all men for a reason, and it's taught in schools. I know because I was taught this, that what he really meant was all educated, wealthy white men. Hmm. No, that's not what he meant. He meant all men. He understood what where he lived and that only educated white rich men were taken seriously, but that wasn't what he meant. He meant all men. He, al- he also had enough common sense to understand this, and this, this happened when slave, slavery was outlawed. Mm-hmm. What do you do with those people? That's right. Those people were starving to death. They Now you go yeah. from, and, and listen, he knew I, it I am absolutely 150,000% against slavery. Absolutely. But if you were in those days, those are people. Yeah. And they had no way to take care of themselves. Today they have a home. Today they yeah. have food. Tomorrow they are gone. Because in that, in that time, they... And slaves were coming back and saying, I don't want to be free because they yeah. wanted to feed their family. And, and that's, that t- you know, people like Thomas Jefferson right. understood that. We got, you got to have a plan. Something yeah. you got to ease out of. Yep. Yeah. In that time, slave, slaves were not educated. No. They had no well, okay, let's just, way to feed, to, let's just say, to make you money. Know, in that time, you, you just poofed and, and mm-hmm. ended it. There ain't even enough buildings to be houses. Yeah. But I mean, we, you literally have to build overnight. We see what happened. <clears throat> they understood that it couldn't be. It's a bad an situation, thing. right? And if you could wave the magic wand, it would have never happened, right? But it once it's, you got it's a the best the way to deal with this, you yeah. know. And if you want to, if you want to blame anybody, put the onus on Great Britain because they're the ones that were. Yeah. But I, I digress from that. Um, America ended slavery. Just gonna just gonna throw that out there. Absolutely. We didn't start it, but we did end it. We ended so. It. Let me just put that out there. But they understood that it couldn't be immediate. And, you know, why did it take so long? Well, that's a very good question. 
because people just get caught up in a we'll do it tomorrow, we'll do it tomorrow kind of deal. It and should, I'm not I'm not convinced that every founding father and every yeah. president and leader from then to Lincoln cared or gave a crap one way or the other. Yeah. But a lot of people did. Right. And, and it's just, it's not like they woke up one day and, and Lincoln's day and was like, oh, let's get rid yeah. of slavery. But no, you see was, exactly what, what would have <clears throat> happened if they would have just gotten gotten rid of it in the blink of an eye because it happened. Mm-hmm. It did. In, in, in the 1860s, it right, happened. Yeah. It was Im- all overnight done. Done. What happened? There was no place for him to go. And then there was no, Lincoln had a plan for reconstruction. That's what I'm told. I don't, there's no, the plan was in the man's it was mind. In his mind. There's no written record of it. So I, I don't know. Uh, but I knew know this, Andrew Johnson's plan didn't work. Andrew Johnson's plan was just absolute booty gig. That's what it was. <laughs> it, was it was it was junk. And I, I don't know what if Lincoln's plan would have been better. I don't know. We'll never know because we don't know what the plan was. But at least he had a plan. Andrew Johnson proved that he really didn't have much of a plan because he just gave it over to the, to the South to do with what they wanted. And we got Jim Crow. And it just continue to further slavery up until the 1960s now is it was it right no did it give uh african americans a a did it push them back even further probably is that an excuse today no and i'll that's a topic for another day they 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 have all the freedoms that you and i have today but to say that the founding fathers did not understand the evils of it is absolute hogwash because they put it in writing that people that were all created equal everybody has these rights to freedom of speech freedom of the press freedom of they have the right to bear arms they have the right to this they have the right to that here's here's these 10 uh fundamental rights that you possess as american citizens and then they then they acted on it Mm -hmm. thomas jefferson helped to try to legislate against the importation of slaves but they understood that it required some time. So for Pete Buttigieg to say that they did not understand the evils of slavery is just not, it's not accurate. Let, let, let me listen. I, I get, I get really agitated and aggravated with the, with the modern day white politician pulling the race card oh, man. To look at me and look at me, you I'm, know, I'm, I'm one, I, one thousand. Come on. Native you know, here, here's the thing. We we're Americans. Right. All right. I'm a white American. We have black Americans. We have brown Americans. Just be American. We're, we're Americans. Right. Yeah. You know, that's and, the, and, that's the great thing about America. Yeah. And, and every one of us have the same opportunity don't buy into the garbage that's coming out of Washington. Yep. And it drives me nuts. Quit buying into that junk. Yep. We are not, we're not at the brink of a racial war no. in America. I don't know anybody that's prejudiced. I don't either. I don't know anybody. I don't know, I don't know a racist. Not one. And I live in Alabama. That's what I've been saying. I don't know not, one. I yep. can't come up with one. Oh. I mean... Look, if I'm, there was if there was a Klansman on every corner, I'd know who they are. Yeah, yeah. everybody I know nearly is white. I I got maybe a hundred black people that I would say I kind of am close to, and maybe a thousand white people that I know on a first name basis. I don't know nobody. Where they at though? Yeah. If they were here, we we would. Man, yeah, he lives over yonder. But it, there's a there's a guy I used to work with. He's on friends with me on Facebook. He's trying to launch a a business pressure washing, right? Which is my field. And I've PM'd him some stuff and tried to help him out. And he posts 
there's there's two of them. I unfriended one of them yesterday because he said, "Hey, if you support Trump, then go ahead and unfriend me over all this." I said, "Okay, click, <laughs> bye, bye, holla, see you." Um, but he was just cussing up a storm because President Trump is moving on Iran. We talked about that in a previous episode, but uh, it it nothing grinds my gears worse than a person, white or black. White person, when President Obama was in office, no matter what he did, it was wrong. Mm-hmm. He did some decent stuff. Yeah. White he killed uh, Osama bin Laden. Black yeah, person. I'm for that. I'm for that. Black person, friend, friends of mine, no matter what Trump does, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. That is so stupid. Yeah. It makes you look like an idiot because you don't look at the policies and you don't look at... If, if I had a, a black friend, and I don't know of one, but they said... If I could look through their their political stuff on Facebook, and sometimes they would say something to the effect of, well, you know, President Trump did something today, and I do do agree with that. Mm -hmm. And then the next week, they said something critical. At least I could take their their arguments. They have some depth to it. Mm -hmm. But when it's just, well, he's, you know... He's 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 just he just white folk. No, it's, what are you talking about? Yeah, and, put, and, I can't take you seriously. And the the whole the whole left has has, has done that. Has they're they're trying to be so so woke in it and and trying it's to just pitiful. It, it, it is, and, and they go back and they they grab things that are they're they're over. Slavery's over with. It's done. The civil rights movement has happened. Why yeah, are we going back and saying this is a bad thing? This is a terrible thing. This is a very, very, very bad thing. Why? Why did this bad thing happen? Why? Why is this bad thing here? It's history. Leave it alone. Teach it. Learn from it. But what's happening today? There are multiple opportunities for everybody, any walk of life. Yeah, and if America you can is find the best country some, in the world. Find me some discrimination, and I'll hate it with you. Yeah, I'll, absolutely. We'll condemn it together. Absolutely, yeah. there is absolutely, without a doubt, there is absolutely a hundred percent individual discrimination. Oh sure, absolutely. It, I'm sure it happens, but it does not happen on a, on a national level. There's and no systematic. It does not happen on a on a business level. And to that point, there and we, we've we've not done an episode on this, and, and we kind of need to. But there's no gender pay gap. If 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 there was a gender pay gap, then there would be nothing but women employed. Yeah. Because I, you mean I can pay them less? No, it's because there is a choice made to go and have a career that makes less money, or you work less hours because you want to be home with the kids. Yep. The reason. The reason that there is, that it still appears that slavery is still affecting uh, the black community is because the Democratic Party has continued to oppress the black community. They oppressed them with slavery. They in, turned around and they oppressed them with socialism. In the trade off for votes, and it's it's pitiful. It's it's absolutely pitiful. Not that that the black community buys into it. It's pitiful that the democratic party continues to oppress them and then blames it on other people when it's them in the past mm-hmm. and it's them in the present that have done this. And so you listener, listener open your be eyes. Objective. Be objective. Be objective. Republicans ain't always right. No Democrats no. ain't always wrong. No, 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 no. I ain't see Mike far. I ain't see three cotton picking people stand up against Trump. For red flag laws. No. Oh, well, well, well. Yeah. Me, you, him, maybe one other. Yeah. And I'm like, hello, hello. You right. know, because yeah. to my, my black friends, what the message I want to send you is I'm not blindly supporting Trump. Yeah. yeah. I hated it when, when white folks blindly hated on Obama for no good reason. Now, right. he gave us a lot of good reasons. Yes, because, and, 
just because he was he yeah. believed different. He's on the other side of the aisle. Yeah. But I saw but, several people when when he gave the order to kill Osama bin Laden. Yeah. They were like, oh, no, that wasn't that wasn't Obama. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. Yes, he did. Come, stop it. He gave the order because <laughs> if it, if it had been. President Trump now, same yeah. scenario. Oh, man, don't you like it? Like, I'm going to tell you about Donald Trump now. Don't give him a mess no Trump now. You know, he's going to push that big old red shiny button yeah. on him. He's going to drop it on him That's now. Right. Just be objective. Out, out of that, just study up on your history. Understand what what is historically accurate and what is not. The, the founding fathers were not. They're pretty smart. Pro-slavers. They were pretty smart about what what to do. Um. But guys, I, I we've gotten to the end of my notes. That's that's all I've got. I can't. Um, the end. The, <laughs> there was something else I was going to bring up, but I don't remember what it was. Well, mm, gender pay gap. I don't know if we can squeeze that in here or not. No, it's false. Yeah. Just so you know. My wife makes three times, literally, three times the amount of money. That and I pop yeah. why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Why? College, ma- mama, college education. Yes. yes. Okay. She's, she gets. And yeah. but that college education brought with it a a hands on tangible skill, mm-hmm. right? She didn't go to college for liberal arts or dance theory. lesbian dance theory. <laughs> she went to she went to college to be a nurse. <laughs> she went to college to be a nurse, so she's got a a, a tangible hands on skill. Uh, policing doesn't doesn't pay that, and you you knew that going in, didn't you? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. I knew that. So you you know what you're gonna make going into it. You don't get slapped in the face with, oh, we're gonna pay you seven twenty five. What? When I worked my old job at Walmart, we had fifty salaried managers running a building that had twelve hundred people working there. Mm-hmm. Half of them were female, half of them were male. Bunch of white folks, bunch of black folks, a couple of Asian managers. I don't even remember. Just a, a big mixed bag. Mm-hmm. You know what we made? All made the same thing. Yeah. When you got hired as an area manager, you made one tier of pay, and you could get a slight variation in there, yep. and it was just based on. Now, here's what it was based on: negotiation mm-hmm. and performance. Yep. Then, when you moved up to an operations manager, you went to a second tier of yep. pay, and it was in a little. It wasn't a lot of wiggle room. Yeah. Performance and negotiating ability. Ability. Yep. Females typically don't negotiate salaries. Mm-hmm. They just. Take it for whatever they they pitch at them. So, don't be afraid to negotiate your salary. Yeah. If you're worth, if you have worth, you know, I didn't negotiate my salary when I got mm-hmm. promoted. I negotiated for days off. That's what I do. I said, hey, yeah, I'll take it. Give me an extra week off, and we got a deal. Mm-hmm. And I guess a lot of ladies just don't know they can do that, and yeah. so maybe you know, I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah, they, can do they that. probably don't. They just yeah. feel intimidated or grateful to even. There all there's always wiggle room. When when they say okay we're we're ready to hire you when can you start or before you even get to that conversation if you're just talking about hey I I, I want to work here but mm-hmm. you know you can throw that stuff in you're talking to real people they understand those things and so you say look I can do it uh, but can you pay me instead of seventeen can you pay me seventeen fifty we can't do that but we can do seventeen thirty five okay or yeah you you got me uh, I, I like it I see I get two weeks off vacation can we do three. Mm-hmm. You know, because there is that wiggle room and they would much rather give you a extra week of vacation than pay you more because it's going to end up paying out for them better by giving you more vacation. So, I mean, it, it works out that it works out pretty good for them, but you can do that. And I have found in the I've, I've worked a couple of jobs and I found in, in talking to people and in saying, look, let's negotiate this out. Most times they're pretty willing. They're not. No, I don't know. I have to talk to somebody. You no, know, so they're like, well, yeah, OK. Yeah. 
or I can't do that, but we can do this. It is, as somebody who hires people now, and, and then I had a say-so in some hiring, but I just hired a guy. Mm-hmm. You may know him. Um, he's going to be making more than he was making. Yeah. But I have a small company. I'm pretty flexible. If he, you know, he's he doesn't have to worry about getting off to go to camp. Right. He's just off. But if mm-hmm. something happens, cool. Yeah. But if he abuses that, mm-hmm. then we got a problem. Right. But there's, you know, I want to take, as a business owner. A lot owner, of flexibility. I want to take care of him to yeah. the point. This question comes up a lot in the, the Facebook groups in my industry. They, these guys want to pay these guys the very minimum possible, and they lose them because they're good. They go yeah. off somewhere else and start their own business. How do you how do you keep them from going out and starting their own thing? You just treat them good. Mm-hmm. Ever how good you want them to be treated, treat them a little bit better, and they'll stay with you, and they'll yep. they'll do a good job, women included. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to do an in depth thing on the on the gender pay gap and uh, debunk that with hardcore because uh, right now it's a lot of anecdotal evidence but we, we can we can do some yeah, statistical there. numerical evidence with that uh, but anyway thank you for listening to the patriotic preachers podcast uh, pop you got any closing statements well i am micah far for cody albert and Derek far we are out of here